I'm a huge Jonathan Richmond fan. And um, my friend Greg was friends with this uh, singer, an actress named Ronnie Blakely. And Jonathan Richmond was playing once. And I think somehow Greg knew that she knew Jonathan. <laughs> and so after the show, and it, it was an incredible show, he's such a great performer. We went up to him and Greg said, you know, I'm friends with Ronnie Blakely. And she was like, oh, Ronnie. And he was just like really nice to us. And I loved him. And we kind of stayed in touch. And whenever he would play in town, I would go see him because it was such a high. And I remember thinking, this is my role model. This is the guy I want to be like when I grow up. Like, I want to be like him. He had this kind of innocence and childlikeness and, and joyfulness and also incredible depth of heart that I've never seen anywhere else. And I wrote a script called I'm a Sex Addict. And I sent it to him and I said, hey, Jonathan, would you be open to writing music for this? And he sent me the script back and he had written musical notes on the pages. And he said, this is what I hear in my head when I read it. And you know, I can't really read music like that by, by sight, so I don't know what it sounded like. But he had a completely clear vision of what the soundtrack should be. And then when I actually started shooting the film and I sent him like, you know, a cut of the film, it was, you know, very different than the script and it was a little bit busy, you know. It was like, it was kind of cutty and there was making of footage and it just wasn't exactly what it was initially. And Jonathan said, I don't hear anything, Kavi. I hear nothing now. When I read the script, I could hear music. But when I watched the film, I, I can't hear any music. I don't know if you should have music. And if you should, I don't, I don't know what it is because I can't, I can't hear it. And I was, I was bummed and I ended up getting someone else to do the music for it. But I really wanted to use one of his songs for the end credits. And he said, okay. And I did that. And we kind of just became friends, I guess. We still played tennis together. And he has this way of playing tennis that's a lot like dancing. Like he's more about the joy of moving his body than about hitting the ball. And I thought that was such a great way to play tennis, like just zero interest in the competitive aspect and 100% interest in just the sure exuberance of being a body in the world and hurling a ball through space. And Jonathan doesn't have a cell phone. He doesn't believe in cell phones. So it's hard to call him. <laughs> and, you know, so I don't. But every time I see him, I just think, I so hope that I'm like you when I'm your age. And he has this song, you know, Dignified and Old, where he talks about, you know, my telephone never rings. She never called me. I hate myself today, but I can see through this bitterness and sadness. And so I won't die high. One day I'll be dignified and old. That's right. And I always thought, yeah, one day I want to be dignified and old. And he is dignified and old. And I'm getting there, except for maybe the dignified part. <laughs>